Hi everyone, I'm Ness Hughes uh, from St Andrews Roseville. I'll be joining you this week. Uh, Isaiah is an 8th century prophet, you may recall. He's speaking to the people of Judah in the southern kingdom. And the first half, the things were grim, uh, that the message to God's people was that their sin was going to be judged. They'd, they'd trusted foreign alliances and um, other kings for their security and their well-being instead of trusting God to provide and protect and, um, and they were going to be judged. There were many glimpses of hope and forgiveness and salvation in the future, um, but judgment was on the way. Well, the second half of Isaiah addresses um, the people of Judah who are now in exile. So um, the Babylonians have conquered Jerusalem and God's people are in exile. But there's a distinctly different mood and judgment has occurred and now there's a distinctly different mood as he addresses his people who've been scattered. So I'll read from um, chapter 40, verse 1, just to get us in the right zone, and then we'll turn our attention to 41, verse 8. Chapter 40, verse 1 says, Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for her sins. Now, this section of Isaiah uh, speaks of a future servant, as, as we carry on, you'll hear about this suffering servant, who's often referred to as Messiah. And this Messiah will die and suffer and rise again so that people will have a relationship with God. Now, I'm sure we hear suffering servant and we initially think Jesus and, um, and that's right, that, that is um, the right connection. In fact, the New Testament really helps us to make this connection. Um, it's the most quoted book of the Old Testament in the New Testament, Isaiah that is. Um, and the Gospels often uh, refer back to Isaiah um, to point to Jesus as this um, suffering servant that he fulfills these promises. But we can go there a little bit too quickly and we'll miss um, the guts of the message uh, if we go there too fast. Because Isaiah was written to a people at a time for a reason. And you might be surprised to hear in our passage today, 41 verses 8 to 10, that Isaiah, uh, sorry, that Israel is called the servant. And so we've got to find out what that means. Okay, so flick over to chapter 41 now. The beginning part of chapter 41 is addressing the nations. He's really still speaking to um, God's people, but um, it's a picture of God um, judging the nations, actually. And so the message to, um, to Israel is to say, yes, you have been judged for your sins, but your oppressors will not escape judgment. So I am God of the world and I am just, and I am um, merciful to you. Okay, so as we come down to 41 verse 8, uh, we read this. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you, descendants of Abraham, my friend. And so what we read in verse 8 is this accumulation of identity as he speaks to these people in exile um, these words are comforting as they remind them of their identity, that they are Israel, that they are Jacob, that they are Abraham, that they come from this line. And he's taking them back before the temple, before David, 
back to when that covenant promise was made and reminding them they are the people of this covenant promise. And not only that, um, but they are servant, chosen and friend. Now, as a servant, they're tasked with something special. God's people, the people of Israel, had always been given a special task to witness to the world God, um, to show them his light and his love. But in their failings and receiving judgment, they've actually stayed with their special task of showing God to the world because they've actually displayed to the world God's justice, um, but now also his mercy. So he has punished their sins. He's a just and fair God, but he doesn't let his people go. These are his covenant people who he's made promises to. And so not only are they servant tasked with something special, um, to show God to the world, both as just and merciful. Um, they're also chosen and friend. And so there's a relationship. Um, it's not just a, an appointment, um, a job, um, although they do have a special task. It's a relationship and they're loved like a friend. And so he calls to mind these things, that though they're in um, exile and away from the temple and the way that they felt like God's people in God's place, that they can recall these things of the past and be reminded that they are still God's people. Okay, and then in verse 9, it says, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners. I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So we hear I all the time, I, I, I. And that is to emphasize the activity of God. God has done this. God has chosen them. God has set them apart. And God called them into this special relationship. It was his activity to them in the first place. And it will be his activity to them now as he um, redeems and restores his people. And it's his activity that they can have faith in, uh, not their own. And that's helpful for us still today, isn't it? And then we come to verse 10. This is the focal point of, um, of this particular little section. And it says, so, so, do not fear for I am with you. So, since they're the people of God, since he works for their restoration, they have no reason to fear. For that God, the God of the whole world is with them. So it says, do not fear, do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Because they are the people of God, because he works for the good of his people, they do not need to fear. And that was a, that was a word for them at that time. It was helpful for them then. His strength and his strong hand would support them right then. Um, and so we can't skip too far into putting us into this picture. This was a message to God's people at the time. And seeing his faithfulness to his people then and there is helpful for us to learn the character of God as we rely on him also. All right, so that's part one. We're going to come back together tomorrow and follow through this idea of the suffering servant. Initially today it was Israel, but we're going to move on with these um, chapters as they carry on through this second section of Isaiah. That's good to be with you. Bless you guys and I'll see you tomorrow.